1: Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God.
0: And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the
1: redeemed. Song of the redeemed. Thank you once again for tuning into the podcast. We certainly are thankful for the Word of God. We for the strength He gives us. Uh, my voice is slightly under the weather right now and uh, probably just allergies, but as a preacher, you want to protect your voice. So we're trying to protect our voice and uh, trying to not force anything. And so we're just praying that God will help us and give us strength in this podcast this Wednesday. We're looking at some things in the Word of God in uh, the Psalms. And so I'm going to actually take a little bit of a break from the Psalms, but I need to expound on some things a little bit further into the Word of God. These are things that have to do with these next couple of Psalms. There are Messianic Psalms, and again, I've mentioned on here that we've been looking a lot at Calvary, been looking a lot at the death of Jesus Christ, the offering of Jesus Christ. We've looked at the resurrection of Christ, but also these Messianic Psalms concerning the return of Jesus Christ to this earth when he puts his feet on this earth. And there are Psalms that look beyond that to look to the new Jerusalem. And so the Lord has given clear prophecy concerning these things. The prophecy is marketable, and men try to market themselves as preachers of prophecy. Well, any preacher worth a salt is a preacher of prophecy. He is foretelling the things which are to come, and that they're clearly defined in the Word of God, if we're willing to take the time to look at them. And so as we look at these next couple of psalms, the next couple of days, we're going to see some things which are to come. And so I'm going to read in Psalm 46, and I'm going to read the entire psalm, but then we're going to look at something slightly different and come back to Psalm 46. God is our refuge. Now, who's he writing this to? This is the chief musician for the sons of Korah, a song upon Alamoth. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. That's present tense. That's at this time. Therefore, we not fear. Though the earth be removed, nor the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, a sea And there's that great pause. Think about this. We're going to change thoughts just slightly. And he says, there is a river, thank God there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the most high. And it's important to understand that. When he says the holy place of the tabernacles of the most high, we need to grasp where what he's speaking of, the place he is speaking of there. And he said, God is in the midst of her. Where? That holy place where the tabernacles of the most high are. She shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. And then again, he changes gears a little bit more after we ponder that. He says, come, behold the works of the Lord, which desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Stop and think about this. Stop and ponder these things. These are things which are yet to come. There are still wars and rumors of wars in the day in which we live. These are things that are looking to the future. These are things which are yet to be. And yet Jesus Christ speaks of them so clearly. And he speaks of that time. And he speaks, of course, of the Lord himself in this matter. When he says on this wise, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And that is applicable today. God is our refuge. God is our strength. No matter what takes place in this earth, what takes place this side of eternity, God is our refuge. He is our strength. And it's not cliche. It's a word of God that he is a very present help. How close is he? He's just a cry away. We've seen that in in the Psalms. He's just a cry away. We'll just cry unto him. As David the psalmist, evening and morning and noon, will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. God's ear is inclined to his children. God's ear is inclined to those that believe him, those that have faith. And then he said in verse two, therefore will we not, we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, semicolon, Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. So he tells us of a time which is to come. There is a day in this earth that is coming, that no doubt this will take place, and you and I may see it sometime in our extended lifetime. And you say, what's our extended lifetime? Well, life for me is eternal life, amen. And so though uh, the skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh I shall see God, and There will be a resurrection, so even if I die on this side of eternity, there is a time that I will see this, and I will see this in my flesh. I will behold the splendor of the Lord, the mighty workings of God, and will see the Lord himself on the throne in Jerusalem, in that city of David, the most holy place of God, and will see him as king of kings and lord of lords. This is an event which is to come. There is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Now, I want to go to the book of Revelation here, and I want to just read the scripture in Revelation, which deals with this in that future, which is to come. And in John, chapter, John speaking here, in Revelation chapter 21, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Now, why is there no more sea? Well, that's where all the storms start. That's why the seas rage, because that's where the storms all start is in the sea. But God is going to calm the sea. And then after he calms the sea, there will be no more sea. There'll be no more turmoil. There'll be no more strife. There'll be no more storms in life when there's no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven say, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with man." And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God Himself shall be with them, and be their God. In Revelation 22, he tells a little bit more of this place. He's given the dimensions. He's given the appearance. He's given the beauty of this great city. The fact there'll be no night there. The gates are not shut. It's an open city. Why? Because whosoever cometh in will find pasture. He can go without and find pasture. Why? Because he's secured in Christ. And then verse one of chapter 22 of the book of Revelation. He said, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there. This is that thing that is to come. This is that promise of God. What a wonderful place. When he saw this city descending from heaven, the new Jerusalem, he saw that crystal clear river from the throne of God. And he said, they need no candle, neither the light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light. And they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, these are sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants that things was shortly, excuse me, must shortly be done. That's a promise of God. This is a place that John tells us about, that all through the scriptures we see references to, and one of these references is in Psalm 46. There is a river, and thank God there is a river that, th- that flows from the throne of God. And he said on this wise that he said, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. Why? There's a healing in it. It's purification. It's crystal clear. It's pure. It's holy. And it's going to make glad the city of God. What's more refreshing than a cold, clean stream? Uh, what's more refreshing than a cold mountain stream, that crystal clear, pure water, and yet as pure as it seems to us, this has nothing to compare to this river that he speaks of that comes out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And that is twofold, the throne of God and the Lamb. And what a blessing that is. He's seen that Lamb slain. John saw it over in the book of Revelation. John saw that Lamb. And he said, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. What is that? That's the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles Of the most high. And so that's this place that God has prepared. It's the place that God is preparing the new Jerusalem. It is a place which is to come. And my friend, it's not a myth, and it's not science fiction. No, it's the reality that Jesus Christ, when he returns to this earth, he's going to establish his kingdom on this earth. But then this earth is going to melt with a fervent heat. That's what the scripture speaks of here. When he says the heathen rage, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice the earth melted, the elements are going to melt with this fervent heat, and then the new Jerusalem is going to descend from heaven as a bride adorned for her husband. And what a blessing it is to know that God is going to make all things new. God is going to take that which has been sanctified holy in the heavens, and it's going to descend from heaven. And there'll be no need of light there, no need of candle there. Why, for Jesus Christ himself will be the light of that wonderful city, that city of God, where God's tabernacles are. In verse 7, he said, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. In verse 8, he says, come behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. Why has he made those desolations in the earth? Because of the time of Jacob's trouble. This is when God is going to pour out his fury upon this earth. It's when that man of sin, the son of perdition, comes to power. Many call him Antichrist. Some call him the Antichrist, which is not his title. He is that man of sin, that son of perdition. And when he comes to power and he rules and he reigns as Christ, he sits in the throne of God as God and judges this earth according to unholiness and unrighteousness and godlessness and that he that letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. The Holy Ghost is taken out of the way and that man of sin will have reign on this earth. Then God himself, Jesus Christ, is going to come with the sword of his mouth. He's going to slay and he's going to kill and he's going to avenge those that have cursed him and mocked him and scoffed at him he's going to avenge those that have made light of his name and and mocked his holy name and there'll be great desolation on this earth the greenery will be burned up, the rivers turned to blood, the moon turned to blood it'll be a vile place it'll be an awful place and God's going to melt this elements of this earth with a fervent heat before the New Jerusalem comes. He says on this wise, then come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth, not only the desolations of the things that we see in the earth, but also the desolations of family, the desolations of people, the desolations of souls without Christ. And he calls all those great birds to the feast of the kings and the the, the owls and the cuckoos and the hawks and the eagles, and they all come and they all feast upon the kings of this earth, that great slaughter of the kings of this earth. We know that God himself shall rule and reign in that time. Then it says this, he maketh wars to cease under the end of the earth. There will be no more war. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Why, there's going to be no more war. It's going to be peace. He's a God of peace. Yet today he makes war. There is a war yet which is to come that he will make. He will be the initiator. He will be that one that brings war to man and slays and kills. Yes, in his holiness, he will slay and he will kill, but he will kill those that have gone against him, those that have turned against him, those that have denied him, those that have risen up against him, those that have said, he is God, speaking of Antichrist, speaking of that man of sin, he will come and he will slay and he will kill them. And then war shall end, the chariots will cease, the the bow will be broken, there will be peace on this earth. And God, right now, the only peace we have on this earth is in the hearts of men and women that know Jesus Christ. And God has given us that peace. And that's why when the shepherds out in that field say, glory to God in the highest and on earth. And that's a complete statement right there. And then he said, glory to God in the highest and on earth. Why? He is God in the highest and he's God come to earth. Jesus Christ had been born. And they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth. That's glory to God, to Jesus Christ, the son of God that has come to this earth and has been born. Glory to God to him. And then it says, and peace, goodwill to men. What's the difference there? Well, glory to God in the highest and on earth has nothing to do with peace. The peace and goodwill is to men. Jesus Christ came to bring peace to men. He came to reconcile men to God. And the only peace on this earth is in the heart of the lost that find Jesus Christ, the heart of the sinner that finds Jesus Christ. And the war ceases and the turmoil ceases. And they find peace, goodwill to men on this earth in the person of Jesus Christ. And my friend, if you don't have that peace today, would you seek that peace? If you don't have that peace, would you find that peace with God? Having made peace with God, being reconciled to God, knowing that you're his and knowing that you belong to him, knowing that he gives that peace. Romans 5, 1 says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why he came to bring that peace to earth. Yes, the peace is not of the peace of wars. It's not the end of wars. It's not uh, certainly the end of a system that hates God and curses God and mocks God. It's not, not peace to principalities and powers. No, although we do pray for them that we ourselves might have a quiet and peaceable life. But the peace is not in principalities. The peace is not in Washington. The peace is not in the UN. The peace is in the hearts of those that know Jesus Christ. And on earth, what's on earth? Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. What a wonderful truth. What a wonderful thought from the word of God. And then he said in verse 10, be still. By the way, this will be a day when you can be still. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. And I know, Christian friend, you that believe Jesus Christ been born of God, I realize it's a, a low time is a discouraging day for many. is a low day for many. It seems like there's no faith on the earth. It seems like you don't find many people that have this internal faith, this working of God on the inside of the heart. And there's times I know that it seems like sometimes we're the only ones. We get the Elijah syndrome, but a, we're the only ones that have not bowed the knee to Baal. But can I say to you, my friend, he said, know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. It's just not his time to be exalted. But there is coming a day when Jesus Christ will be exalted in this earth. He will be crowned. He will be upon that throne. And my friend, after that reign when Satan is loosed and for that time upon the earth, and he's bound and cast into the lake of fire, the elements are going to melt with a fervent heat on this earth, and God is going to make all things new. How is he going to do that? Because he's going to descend the new Jerusalem from heaven as a bride adorned for her husband. Verse 11 of our text in Psalm 46 says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. And again, that's present tense. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And because he's with us today, we know his promise is true. Because God has not failed us today, we know the word of God is true. And we know the things he speaks of, which are to come will be manifest in the person of Jesus Christ. Tune in again tomorrow. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning
0: And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy
1: God is waiting You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine God. Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelists.com One seven zero zero six. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow, and remember to look up for your redemption for all of night. There was peace where
0: there only was now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are seen.